This is now episode 21. Because you went back and quote unquote fixed <laughs> the labeling. Yeah. Which you're very happy about. I'm disappointed. You like when things are fixed I and are right. I prefer it if we never admit defeat <laughs> or that we're wrong. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, did this happen in the middle of the night? Did you wake up in a cold sweat and thought, you know what, it's wrong, I have to change it? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. That's what happened? Yeah. It was scary. It wasn't prompted by anything? No one complained? No. My internal, like, pride complained. Because of that change, does it change what appears in... Like, do people now see that episode as unlistened to? Uh, nope. Nope. That's... Nope, unless their podcast client is broken. Okay. Um, there is a unique identifier Okay. for each entry in the feed. And that identifier was correct. It was. It has always. It was been, unique. Yep, it's always been unique. It was set to twenty, correctly. But the title still said nineteen, whatever. Okay. So for people who listen to that podcast already, when they get the new feed, uh, their client should just say, "Oh, we've already listened to twenty because that's the number that it checks." Right. So no need to refetch it. Okay. Um, yeah. Should be good. If they if they hadn't listened to it, and they, but they got it before it was fixed. Okay. I'm not sure what will happen. Right, it depends on the <laughs> client. My client, uh, I'm using Overcast, um, did correct it when it refetched. Right. Um, corrected the title. Interesting for the unplayed episode. So we are on episode twenty. This is the twenty-first ever Hunch Pig. There will never be. Right. Another one. Yep. What? Like oh. an, another 21st episode. Oh. Okay. Scared me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did I miss? Did we talk about this? <laughs> um, so welcome back. It's been t two weeks. It's been, a, it's been two weeks. Three weeks. It's been three weeks. Since we... It's been a couple... Sat across from weeks. each other. So much has happened. Yeah. Um... Your wife Seemingly. is closer to producing offspring? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is uh-huh. Is this uh, something that you're getting nervous about? Like how actually how close is the Yeah. Um so we're still uh we're about two months away. Mm. Yep. Okay. Um uh, she's thirty weeks. Yeah. Cool. It is. It's cool. It's yeah. exciting. It's not um, an any day thing now. Uh, it's not in well, right, right. Um, it probably could could be in a month now, and it and it could be f okay. Yeah, no, it is so incredible. Kind of cool how early. Yeah, um, yeah. I was surprised by that. Yeah, by that uh, fact. But it's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, chances are we're good to go anytime. Nice. Um, yeah, it's fun. We keep. Repeating things to each other that uh, are common sense. <laughs> like, we have a house. 
I mean, it's not common sense. They're just well, like, things, yeah, that, things that we know. already know. You know, both of us know, but we say to each other every day, yeah. we're going to have a baby boy. Like, <laughs> it's fun. Do you whisper? Um, like it's a yeah. secret? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Like, maybe you didn't know? Right. We don't want the neighbors to know that we have a house. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them to hear us. Um, yeah, but it's starting to become more of a real a real thing um, in our minds. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, a little bit scary, but I don't know. We'll roll with it, and it'll be good. Nice. Yeah. That's the plan. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the plan. That's the unplanned plan. <laughs> we'll roll with it. Yeah. And try to survive. <laughs> All of us. So I spent a week in Arizona. Yeah. It was fun. It was actually, it didn't feel as hot as I feel here. Hmm. Um, and you think that's a, a humidity I think uh, so, because the temperature was significantly higher. Right. It so was every day constantly over 100 degrees. Um, yeah. But, like, everywhere's prepared for that kind of heat. Mm. Yeah. So there's, like, if you go... Uh, somewhere where you can walk outside there's usually misters are there misses misses miss as well okay <laughs> misters. yep um, um can you so i've noticed here that an air-conditioned house is not a given right like right our house is not air-conditioned and that was not i don't know it seems like maybe 50 50 or even less yeah, probably probably even less. Yeah, maybe I know like, a lot of people have like window air conditioners, right, for bedrooms right. and things. Yep, but like, like central air, right. um, seems to be. Yeah, maybe it's like one out of four, one out of three houses, or right. Something. And I think it's because there's not that central air already set up. Yeah, like if you want to install air conditioning, you kind of already need to have the ductwork. Right. Yeah. So if you unless you really yeah, otherwise you really have to remodel and right do a lot of stuff. Uh, which is where we're at. So but we have, we when we bought the house, it had forced air. Yep. Um, so installing an air conditioner was f- relatively straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do it. <laughs> Not that straightforward. <laughs> yeah, let's be clear, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm jealous um, of yeah. that right now. But I guess we could do it at some point. But this is probably... <laughs> The, the year that it would have made sense in our entire lives to have air, air conditioning uh, the most. Yeah. While Katie's pregnant. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm the one that actually gets more like grumpy when it gets warm. Oh, yeah. I can't. I cannot. You can't take it. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's my my Scandinavian, you know, heritage or what, but I, I get really upset. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So Arizona was good. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you about it. Played uh, a couple of games. times, but uh, I was like, I should wait for the podcast. Yeah. Um. I experienced working out of coffee shops. Mm. I guess that's something I not ge- I don't generally do. Yeah. Since we have an office and. Yeah. How was that? Oh, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't really have anything more to say <laughs> on that. Yeah. People who haven't done it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think s- certain people acclimate to it a little more who, you know, don't mind 
background noise or right. prefer some people really need that or like have to have that to be able to feel productive. Yeah. Like they need to see people working around them or like be in that. But that environment tended to be the case in a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were there to work. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, on yeah, a yeah, weekday that... during the day. Yep. Um, we did, uh, one day we went to a, a free co-working space called Gangplank. Gangplank. Uh, yeah. That I spent a lot of time Interesting. at, uh, before when we lived in Arizona. How is it free? How do they, uh, so most, work? it's mostly funded by the city. Oh. So the city wants to encourage, uh, people to start their businesses there. It's super cool. Yeah. And so it's huge co-working space with like, um, private rooms that you can book for meetings and things and hmm. um it's got like a 3d printer that you can use to prototype stuff and wow yeah it's amazing it's really cool um huh so if you're ever out in the area you should check out gang blankets in downtown chandler chandler is that what you said chandler yeah chandler okay. like the friend yeah yeah yep <laughs> got it okay um is that a a um suburb of something or is that mm. yeah i guess it's a city okay um but like what is it near phoenix is it yeah near... it's right it's uh it's sort of below mesa which is next to phoenix okay i guess i'm i'm like it's on the like east i'm side. trying to pretend that i'm like calculating where that is but i actually know <laughs> you have no these idea. are just things yeah. that i've heard of <laughs> yep these all started flagstaff as... where is it from flagstaff <laughs> It's a long way from Flagstaff. Okay, that's all I have. <laughs> Those are the Tucson? Only... Oh, Tucson. Yeah. yeah. Tucson, Flagstaff. I have heard of Mesa and yeah. Albu... Wait. Uh, no. Yep. <laughs> what did I... <laughs> Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> New Mexico. We'll, we'll gloss over that. That's New Mexico. Yeah. I was thinking Breaking Bad. That's different. <laughs> it's a different place. <laughs> it's also fake. Um, I did... Oh... So there's a Arrested Development episode where he goes to Arizona mm -hmm. and he burns his hand on. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry. The cornballer? No, he burns his oh. hand uh, trying to open a door. Okay. In Arizona because it's so hot oh. there. <laughs> um, and that happened to me. Oh, nice. <laughs> I went to. I don't know why they have fucking metal handles yeah, yeah, on yeah. the. Stupid. Yeah. And so I went to grab it, burnt my hand. <laughs> wow. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Automatic doors would be good. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, we also did an escape the room. Oh, cool. You guys have done that. Mm -hmm. We did not escape. Um, oh, I blame mostly the person who was supposed to be managing our room for us. Mm. The, uh, the clue, Matt, what do they call the, them? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The overwatcher. The kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, there's basically, there's someone who can see and hear everything you're doing and they'll put hints up on the TV screen. Yep. And she basically waited until the last five minutes and then just started giving us all the solutions to yeah, the stuff not, we hadn't solved. It sounds like maybe she took a break. And... <laughs> yeah. And came back and was like, oh shit, they yeah. haven't. Huh. Yeah. Because from what the one we went to, they said that they'll kind of work with you a little bit right like if right. you need if you obviously are struggling with a certain piece yeah they'll kind of you know clue you in earlier on that yeah um so they can so you can like feel like you had a shot at it right? yeah 
And so I'll, I'll talk about this one thing, even though it's a spoiler, because it really frustrated me, which is uh, we went in and there was a Windows laptop set up yeah. with a game open on it. Okay. And so you walk in and you're like, well, I guess we have to, I don't know, complete a level of this game. Right. To get something. Yeah. And so I sit there for like 10 minutes trying to complete this really fucking stupid game yep. about farming I think. <laughs> and um, I waste 10 minutes of time and I complete a level and it just comes up with like, choose another level. And there's like oh. 50 of them. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is fucking stupid. So you have an hour total, away. right? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, this cannot be something you have to do. I've already wasted too much time on this. Right. And towards the end, we find a USB stick that you plug into uh, the laptop and that's what you use the laptop yeah. for. It's like, no, don't have the fucking game so open. So the game was a red herring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, red herrings are good, I think, but mm. that's, that is a little ones that that's don't, frustrating. Yeah. Ones that don't take up a significant amount of time. Right. Or like maybe, maybe um, it was open to the desktop and that was the only icon on the home screen. Like right. that would be, that would be like, oh, okay. Like you can't really blame them at that point. But if it's open, you're like, Oh yeah, this is yeah. must be part this of it. This must be part of the yeah. room. Yeah, and it wasn't. That's frustrating. Well, darn. <laughs> um, sorry, you didn't have as good of an experience. We, I, I, I kind of don't want to go back because I feel like we, like, it was really suspenseful and really fun. Um, oh yeah, because we solved it in the last minute. Um, I mean, we really fun. enjoyed it. We were one step away from solving it when the timer went. Okay, and. It was, just, it was just a lot of panic at the end. Where right. Like, ah. Yeah, we were missing uh, one code mm-hmm. that opens the final oh, um, okay. sort of padlock. Yep. And um, as soon as the lady came in, she said, okay, like the code's over there. Mm. Yeah. Um, so uh, for those of you who haven't done this, it's kind of, it's you could probably simplify Escape the Room by saying that it's a bunch of locks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that are all locked sequentially you know the one lock opens the other thing the box that has the next lock that opens the next box that has the next lock and um that you know times 10 and then um different kind of clues get you to the next piece each time and um right try to make it you know just hard enough to make it fun but um so uh we've done two escape the rooms we escaped the first one and did not escape the second um oh on the same trip no 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 Oh, okay. Uh, I've, we did one a long time ago. Got it. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that people consistently do not check if there are extra items hidden in cupboards and things. Mm. Like, you'll open a lock and you'll find one thing and go, yeah, this is the thing. Uh, and then, like, run off and happily forget. Yep. And sometimes they put two or three things right. <laughs> in there. Yep. So that would be... That's tricky. My top tip. Or like, oh, there's a false bottom on this. And like, yeah. Yeah, something like you... Yeah, um, I don't want to ruin anything. But so, uh, so one of the moments uh, when she was giving hints frantically at the end was, um, oh, you know, why don't you check that cupboard again? And so mm. we run over and open the cupboard and we grab something. We're like, yeah, there's something else. This is a big thing. And so we run off and start doing that. And then she comes through and she's like, is there anything else in that <laughs> cupboard? We run over and we're like, why would you fucking put three things in here? <laughs> like there are already so many locks. You couldn't afford two more. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> um, so if you look to your left, you might see something. Oh, you're brewing a beer. 
Yeah. That's exciting. Yep. The air looks not bubbling. Nope. Um, and the beer is very hot, which I'm <laughs> a little worried about. If you notice, it's almost off the charts. Uh, uh, it's at 78 degrees right now, which is not good. Um, we'll see. Uh, so, yeah. So this is... Um, uh, Katie wanted a beer. To high, I said I would brew her a beer for when she can drink beer again. Okay. So she's excited about that. So um, she's getting a hot beer. She's getting a hot. Uh, yep. So I've um, beer. I read someone uh, left it in a bathtub full of water, and that hmm. during the summer, and that would keep the temperature really consistent. Yeah, I yeah, I've heard similar things. You can um, put it the bucket in like a water bath. Of yeah. Sorts. Yeah. Either in a bigger bucket or a bathtub or whatever. Um, yeah. But you've opted for not doing that. I don't know. Um, when when did you when did you do this? What is it? So it is a session IPA. Okay. Um, as requested by Katie. But yep. Also, probably the favorite my favorite recipe that I've brewed. Oh, um, okay. Buddy Chuck and I brewed this recipe last summer, I think. Um, and it came out really well. So basically did the same thing. And it also I was like, oh, this would be a good test just to see if I can brew a consistently good beer with the same recipe. Right. Um, curious what the water does here. The swamp's got water. If that does anything different. Yeah. Um, Maybe thickens it a bit. Yep. Um, what? <laughs> swamp. Swamp water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, now I think all of my like, oh yeah, it'll be a controlled experiment. We'll see like how close I can get. <laughs> now totally I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the thermometer and it's stuck at 78 and I'm like, mm. yeah. So I've, Let, I've, let's point out that 78 is the highest number on the thermometer. On, on the strip, yeah. It could, it could be higher than that. It'd be funny. So on the thermometer strip, it says, you know, there's a lager range. Loggers, you have you ferment at a colder temperature. <laughs> and then there's an ale range. An ale. It'd be funny if there's another range that was like not beer anymore or something <laughs> yeah. like uh, um, we'll see. I, so I've read conflicting things. Um, so the temperature range has to do with the yeast. So it's like whatever the yeast can, um, withstand yeah. and kind of thrive in. Right. Um, and also like, I guess the yeast is still going to manage at higher temperatures, but there are going to be things working against it. Like yep. yeast struggles as the alcohol content goes up. So, right. Also, um, you can get a lot of off flavors from um, higher temperatures. Mm. So I'm not sure um, the exact chemistry there, but uh, I don't know if it's directly related to the fact that the yeast aren't like are struggling or if it's some other thing, but right. Um, but I yeah, mean, presu- presumably there are different chemical processes happening at different temperatures. Right. Yep. So um, yeah. So the, the um, kind of common advice I've seen. Is there an animal in here? <laughs> I'm scared. It's fine. The common advice that you've seen. Uh, you know, you know, we record a podcast. Yeah, and that no one can see us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can, you get, do you get that? No. No. You're going to continue making confused faces and yeah. not explaining. I don't know. You you just looked over and at something. Yeah. So I I looked 
as far away from the mic as I could, uh-huh. and then quietly belched. Oh, okay. <laughs> Glad we covered that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so the common advice for if you're if you are in a higher range than you should be, right. basically you're going to get some off flavors from that. Okay, but um, oh, the yes. common advice is to leave the beer on the yeast cake um, for an extra week or whatever. Oh, if the temperature's higher. Yep. Okay. Basically, to um, to give the give it more time to like clean itself up. Like the yeast will so, start to like the off flavors that they produce, whatever chemicals those, those are. Yeah. The yeast, I think, will like do garbage collection at some point and they'll start to like uh clear that up so when um when was brew day uh so it was one week ago exactly okay yeah so you're gonna leave it in there for three weeks i think so okay yep um and maybe with some combination of trying to cool it down too right i've also heard you can put wet towels around it i mean that would work yep um, but then you have wet towels. Like you still need to. I don't know. Yeah, you need to contain it somehow. Um, it is fucking hot in here. Yeah, it's hot everywhere. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. So I played a couple of other games. Uh, cool. Uh, I played Alan Wake. Have you heard of that? It's a very old game. No. Um, it's like a thriller, I guess. If you were to give it a movie, is genre. it a video game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it's very story-driven, mm-hmm. linear. Um, cool. It's about a horror author. Ooh. Neat. So that was a lot of fun. I can highly recommend it. If anyone hasn't played it, there are yep. many games after it that have basically copied the format. Mm. So a lot of it should feel familiar. How old is it? Uh, 2005. <laughs> that doesn't sound right okay. maybe 2010 2005 seems too old there was a game that i was looking at i watched the preview on steam and it was like this um mad artist oh kind of thing and it was really creepy yeah. and scary that's an um, indie game i forget the, the name. first thing that i that this reminds me of but uh, alan wake is less um creepy Okay. I think, and it, um, it's manageable. The horror, not too jumpy, right? Yeah. Um. Twenty twelve. Oh, okay. I mean, that's still noticeable. Okay. When you play it, that it's not. That's like a new game to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just because I don't keep up. Yeah. Um. We downloaded uh Sonic the Hedgehog last night on Apple TV. Oh, yeah, because they released, uh, yeah. It's like three bucks. Did you enjoy it? And was it easy? I did kind you, of did enjoyed you use it? the remote? So that was very hard. <laughs> that, was the, that was the hard part. Because um, you can buy controllers for the, the Apple so TV. So this is what happened. <laughs> Downloaded Sonic. Um, I started playing it. I never had a Sega. Um, oh, I, the only console I ever had was a original PlayStation. Okay. Which was like pretty late for like my generation of yeah friends. Like everyone else had you know Nintendo and Super Nintendo and yeah um, some people had Sega. Yeah, uh, I had a Sega and then I got an N sixty four. Nice for the next yep. generation. Yep. Um. So yeah, I am not too versed in the Sega world. 
Okay. Or Nintendo, really. Um, but Katie immediately was like, is that Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, I play this. I still, like, there's still, you know, a piece of my brain that remembers every little yeah. detail of those levels. So she's, she played it for a little bit, but she got pretty quickly frustrated with the remote, too. Yeah. Um, so just, you, it's just hard to do multi-directional things and, right. and like, clicking. And, do you turn it sideways? No. 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 Wait, maybe we should. I don't even know how you would play it. Wait a second. Maybe that is how we're supposed to do it. Do it. We were just using the trackpad and like clicking oh. down on the trackpad with your thumb. Because there's a couple of buttons. I feel like you can oh, turn maybe that you sideways. Can. Maybe you can turn it sideways. Like a controller. I want to try that now. Uh, we should try that in the break. Okay. Um, anyway, so as she was playing that, I was like, oh, you know, it'd be nice for... for uh, to have a controller for this because that was one of the reasons when I got the new Apple TV. I was like, oh, yeah, I can you can play some games. I can, as a casual gamer, it seemed like a good fit, right? Or kind of just a you know, a couple, yeah, random five dollar games or three dollar games I can download and right and play. Um, so I got the ordered the um, what is it called? Steel Series Nimbus or something controller. Uh, it's rechargeable through lightning port and stuff, so cool. Um, I guess. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. When is it arrive? It is kind of funny because, like, after all, so it's, like, 50 bucks for the controller. And, like, that plus the Apple TV price is, like, we could have gotten, like, an Xbox One or something with really? <laughs> for the same price. Isn't the Apple TV, like, 100 bucks? No, the new one's more. Oh. The new one is, um, I think it's 150 or 200 for the different, like, sizes, the different right. storage. I forget which one we actually got. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. Mm. I could probably could have gotten an actual console, but for my... Uh, yeah. We're not like... Then you'd have to actually gamers. go out and buy discs and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll be just enough. Um, play Pac-Man and some old games and... Yep. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. Figured nice. that'd be good for some downtime when, yeah. Uh, yeah, when we have the kid and, and or before when... Yep. <laughs> you know, just want to... Yeah, Hang out. like I keep saying, the first uh, three months um, are fairly nondescript. For me, they were, <laughs> um, and for Jess. Like, Do you? Is it just? Do you just like black out so you don't remember like the we, blur? We watched a season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, like we both uh, took time off. Well, I mean, Jess was off for um, a year or so. Yeah. Uh, but I took uh, the first month off and really Paige didn't do much. Carried right. her around a lot. Yep. But, um, yeah. It's much better now. Better in? In terms of interacting right. with an, right. another human being. Yeah, it is kind of ironic. I feel like in a way, you know, they need more supervision later on, right? Like, right. As far as like, you know, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it just is... a lot of crying and screaming that you don't know what, what it means. And do you feed the baby? Do you yeah. get retired? Like that, that's the part that I think is going to be stressful. Yeah. Um, it is, it is genuinely disgusting how much time off new mothers get. In America. In America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that has to be hurting the economy yeah the fact that no child well just to be clear you're saying they get way too much time off right i'm sorry (laughs) 
It's a joke. It's a joke. No. Um, the fact because like someone could say that that would yeah. kill the economy because oh we got all these. Well, yeah. but you're, what People. you're ending up with is no child getting a decent start. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah, it's a it's long term thinking versus short term thinking. Right. Um, yeah, if we want to be competitive globally, right, we need to start fucking taking this shit seriously, right, rather than, yeah, yeah. I know. I when I read like, um, <laughs> like the mandatory benefit stuff in like Sweden or right like, anywhere, like a lot of places in Europe, yeah. Um, it's well, every like, other developed country in the world. Well, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um. Yeah, it is kind of embarrassing that we're we don't compete. We don't even come close. Right. Like a lot of, and it's surprising because like w- women do make up such a large portion of the workforce. Right. Like it, it feels so. I don't know. Like it's such an important thing. It's surprising that it's managed to get so far. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Healthcare is very important too, but right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but military spending, that's where we need to focus. <laughs> Hasn't that consistently gone down over the years? Um, I don't know. Recently, at least. Yeah, hopefully. It's still way out of whack, I think, but... I, yeah, I mean, it is more than the next three countries combined, I think. Uh, I think it's more than that. Um, yeah, it's a lot. So... Yeah, it is a lot, but I feel, I don't know. Trending down? I thought it was something that was trending down, but I might be mistaken. It'd be good. We will check during the break. Wow. Because I don't want to check right now. Sonic. Oh, yeah, we're going to Sonic. Right. I'll play Sonic. Mm. You (laughs) fact check. (laughs) Huh. Um, I've also been playing Pocket Monsters on the go. Uh, hmm. is that the full name of the app? Because I feel like you may have given your Google account to someone else. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, it doesn't fit on my home screen. Pokemon maybe. Go. Yep. So Pokemon Go is um, probably the most um, joyful bit of news we've gotten in the past um, couple weeks, I would say. There's been a lot of right. news. World news. Um, Wait, have, did in terms of world news... I guess we haven't spoken about, like, England voting to leave and... We talked about Brexit last time. But we didn't actually... Did they... At that point, had... No, they hadn't. Had the referendum happened? Uh, I don't think so. Huh. I don't think so. There's a lot of things we've missed. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, there was the whole thing in France. Um, The guy who got in a truck and plowed through, killing 80-odd people. Yep, in Nice. In resort town, people watching fireworks, their families. Yeah. Uh, yep, we missed um, some big shootings that were oh, yeah. highly oh god big in the media. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't miss them. Well, we just haven't sure, spoken right, we about haven't, them. We haven't recorded since then. Yeah, all these things have happened. Um, Dallas shooting of police officers mm. after um, the yeah. Gonna miss all the de- the details, but um, crazy. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go <laughs> uh, is something that I am trying to load up on my phone at the moment to see if there are any Pokemon in your house. Um, but 
you know, in true form, the app cannot log in at the moment. Um, um, just so you know, I don't think there are any around here right now. You've checked, been checking? I checked yesterday. I mean, they... Do they just show up? Yeah. <laughs> like, all the time? Yeah. <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> like, they're, they're moving. Um, yeah, so I've caught... I think I've caught two Pokemon now. And you're level two. Is that how that works? No. That, does, that doesn't seem right. I, I mean, it's like all games. The first couple of levels will... You'll get through quickly. They want you. They want to make you feel rewarded right. early on, so that you're incented to keep going. But also, you get like a bunch of bonus experience the first time you catch mm-hmm. a type of Pokemon. Mm. So. Got it. Or a particular Pokemon, rather. Got yeah, it. I mean, this can't log in. So one of the things is that the the app has been very buggy since launch. Yep. Um, like their servers have been bad. The app has been bad. But well, despite this, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think if it was any other application, after it crashed twice, I would have deleted it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, this this thing literally, when did it release? Last weekend? Um, it, it was been one while week? I was in Arizona. I, I, it was last week. Right. I think it was like on a Wednesday or Thursday. Last week, uh, like a week and a half ago. Yeah, a week right. and a half ago. Yeah. And then last weekend, every, it completely exploded. Right. Um. And to the point, I can't, I mean, it's never happened before. As far as a, a right. mobile game. In terms of, on, yeah. It's caught on like Facebook caught on. Like with, like. Yeah. So quickly. Um, I Facebook wasn't that quick as well. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. what I'm trying to say is like just the amount of users it has now. Right. Like it's a given that when nuts. you bump into someone, you assume they've. They're on Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the same thing with Pokemon Go. Right. Yeah. If you um, see people looking at their phone now, you're like, are they taking a picture or are they playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> like there wasn't a thing like that. Right. Until, you know, a week and a half ago, which is kind of amazing. So to say that, you know, their servers are bad and the app is bad, like the server, like they're getting pummeled in a way that is completely like I, unprecedented. Right. Like, I totally understand yeah. that. Right. Um, but it is buggy. But. <laughs> yeah. But. You know, as a as a user, that's not something I will take into consideration when I'm using an app. Right. Like, if I opened up Evernote and it crashed every two minutes because everyone has Evernote. Right. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to uninstall it and never pay them for anything. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas I still have Pokemon Go open on the table on a loading screen in the vain hope that yeah it might open i guess what i'm saying is like from an engineering standpoint if they did load testing i'm sure they did load testing and whatever oh yeah i'm sure this, they did and they, they and had i'm sure a... they felt pretty good about it um right they, i don't think they could have known how popular it w- could have got would have been so fast yeah um after release so i mean the interesting thing is that they had a game before this um these are the same developers who created ingress right which is basically the exact same concept this is just Ingress with Pokemon skinned over it. Now, did Ingress come out of Google, or was it a startup that was bought by Google? Uh, no, it would have been bought. It was a startup that was bought okay. by Google. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So Niantech did Ingress, Ingress as well. Yeah. And they are now a subsidiary of Alphabet, I believe. Alphabet. <laughs> which is, which Google is a subsidiary of. Oh, is that why they called it AlphaGo? Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was an interesting New Scientist article 
around AlphaGo and the reaction to it in South Korea. Because hmm. I believe that's where it played the Go champion, hmm. um, who was himself South Korean. Is any of this ringing true? Um, All of that could be false. I'm gonna <laughs> just gonna say. I mean, I, yeah, I mean that's, the, our, that's our normal disclaimer. I don't think you need to like the hard, specifically yeah. call that out. The things that I know that are hard truths is there was a New Scientist article that I did read about. Yeah a culture's reaction to AlphaGo. <laughs> How vague can we get here? <laughs> um, and a culture's reaction to Greek letter um, <laughs> verb. Yeah. Um, and so actually, um, the New Scientist article gave the impression that a lot of people were panicking about it. Because mm -hmm. as a country, they had not put a lot of uh, research or... Um, time and effort into AI uh -huh. and had written it off as something that wasn't really happening or just round the bend. Right. Um, and at the same time, uh, Go is considered a game that has a lot of elegance and is something that could never be um, done by a computer. Right. And so or at least was way harder than chess, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, now... The panic that people are having is not only is there a um, computer that's capable of beating human players, but it's capable of mating, making very elegant moves right. in the game. Um, and I guess this has consequences. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a, there's a lot more fear around AI now. Yeah. And there's a scramble to get involved right to try and dictate the the future and, and right be part of where it's heading yeah yeah but it's interesting because we talk about ai fairly regularly <laughs> right um and for it to be something to imagine being somewhere where it's not even on a, your radar mm -hmm. seems weird oh yeah like, until this happened, everyone was like, well, I guess AI is not really a thing. Mm -hmm. And then to have AlphaGo turn up and yeah, perform the way it did. I mean, do you think do you think Pokemon Go is that for AR, for augmented reality? I, I think one of the things um, Pokemon Go shows is that if you have a, um, a theme that speaks to people and... Uh, a brand. A, yeah, if you have something that people want to enjoy... Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't matter how um, mm. unpolished right. the experience is. Like, the AR in um, Pokemon Go, like, it doesn't, like, place a Pokemon on a particular surface or anything. Right. It's not like it's truly, oh, you can move around. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's just you tilt the camera and you can't see, you know. Yep. They move. At the same time, if this game was not AR at all, like, if it was just, you know, you go around in the world and you see Pokemon right. in a fake world, um, completely, you know, not related to the real world. Right. I think it would be much less interesting, personally. Yes. Like, when I downloaded it and I opened it and I was, I didn't really know anything about it. Right. And I was just, like, trying to, like, play around. Um, I was like, oh, okay, I caught my first Pokemon or whatever. And it's like, right there. And then I kind of zoomed out and I was like, wait a second. These are, that's our... Yeah. These, that's the real 
that's a real map. Like right. that's our street. That's no, I, I think and that, that was that was cool. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I think the, I think the AR stuff is amazing. Yeah. Like, let's get that straight. And the fact that you're interacting with things in the real world. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like actually having like looking through your camera and seeing a Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, I think what this has shown is that that doesn't have to be something that is extremely technical. Right. It right. can like they have a fairly simple I- implementation. And people everywhere have decided to grab that and have fun yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just like they always have, though, I think, right? Like, um, when Atari came out, you know, right. no one was like, ooh, I don't know about these graphics. It was like, this is the best thing right. ever. Because yeah. it was, right? Up until that point, it's like Asteroids is amazing. Right. Um, so I think it's just the next level of that, where it's like, we don't really have better examples I mean, that's not completely fair like with the i've heard that um what the htc vive um and the oculus rift like those are right pretty advanced right that's um, the, that's the thing is and they way past what pokemon go does yeah um but people don't necessarily need that yeah which is kind of right. your point we can fill in a lot of gaps yeah um like the virtual reality stuff is you know amazing mm-hmm. in terms of a technical feat and the pokemon go ar bit like is very cool but it's nowhere near on the same level right um but people are having so much fun with it Mm -hmm. um and it is so accessible right unlike um like a h like the the, yeah the five vive i don't know i think it's pronounced the same way five is five okay with the v got it five do those do those have cameras on them so can you do ar or Uh, is it just vr so the vive does Okay. The Oculus Rift does not. Got it. So, so the Vive has a cool thing where um, on the controllers you can hold a button and you can see. Mm. Uh, basically, the game becomes translucent and you can see everything. <laughs> Is that also a safety feature? Yes. <laughs> like, uh, where am I? Right. Uh, there is a video of someone playing a particularly scary game <laughs> and <laughs> running away from something into the wall. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I saw a video of, what was it, like some grandpa guy, like, was playing with a, I think it was a Vive or an Oculus, and it was, he was just, like, fighting, like, boxing, no, it was, like, more than boxing, he was, like, kung fu fight, like, trying to just, like, punch all around, and he was, (laughs) like, getting so into it, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. It's really fun. I really love, I really love the idea of it, but I haven't um, experienced anything since the first Oculus. Hmm. Um, and that made me feel super ill. I've never tried one. Um, yeah, yeah. The motion sickness was terrible. Yeah. And like I can read in a car, so I don't usually get motion sickness, Mm. but the VR was, Yep. I think it was mostly because I was sat down (laughs) in, um, VR that was moving. So I played like a racing game. Oh, okay. I wonder what will happen first. I wonder if we like... If we will just get used to that feeling more as we right. play these, or like at the same time, the technology gets better, hopefully, to not make us feel right. sick. But like they'll converge at some point where it's like, ah, eh, yeah, whatever. No, I think that will happen. Um, I know there are people who get motion sickness from playing first person video games, right? Yeah, just so on a normal screen, yeah. Hmm. Should so, we check out Sega, uh, Sonic? Sure. I'll retry logging in again. Cool. 
So Sonic was maybe one of the most frustrating <laughs> games to try and play with a Apple TV remote. Yeah. Not that was terrible. Not a great experience. No. He just kind of goes wherever. Yep. We also played Jump, Mr. Jump, Mr. Jump, Impossible. Yeah. Very hard. I got to 65%. Yeah, you're way better than I was. You got to like 18. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so that then we also played uh that was Maestro. Oh yeah. Um, uh, conductor something conductor. I or want to say it had like super or something. Super duper conductor. Yeah. Free game. Yeah, uh, that was good. A, yeah, I thought that was a good. Probably the best game I've seen specifically for that remote. Yep. It's uh, it's a rhythm game, so you're swiping up, down, left, right. Yep. Um, based on a classical piece that's playing. I like that. Pretty cool. And then the last one was Alto's Adventure. Uh, yep. Yeah. Which great, is great game, like a skiing or snowboarding mm-hmm. thing. That's very good. Yeah, it's uh, very pretty, very kind of minimal. Not free. Art. Not free. But it's two or three bucks. Um, Which is, yeah. But yeah, I started playing it on the iPhone. Got, I got like best iPhone game of the year or something a couple of years ago. It's very good. Um, yeah, it just, it just has a good feel to it. It just makes you yeah. feel good and um, has some really beautiful, like the, it changes from like day to night and there's kind of a lens flare, kind of a yeah. sun coming through the mountains kind of a it's vibe. Got going a very on. simple parallax thing. Um, the art yep. is all very minimalistic. Mm-hmm. Kind of just um, geometric yeah. stuff. Looks very nice. Um, soundtrack goes really well. Makes you just feel yep. feel very good. Um, you played in the Zen mode so you couldn't die or you couldn't like... Right. It just kept you going um, infinitely down the mountains. Um, but yeah, well recommended if you need something that's just kind of a soothing, relaxing kind of, a escape. Yep. It's a good game for that. Yeah. But yeah, we got a controller because Sonic, not Sonic is not unpleasant. <laughs> not good. Um, I finally logged into Pokemon Go. Huh. Just now. Uh, we learned a few things. We learned that this room is Pokey probably Go. the hottest room in the house. Yeah. Which is exactly the opposite of what my intuition was because it's the room that has like the, where you can see, you know, the concrete foundation and the basement and. Right. It feels like it should be the coolest room, but Matt pointed out a couple things. The, uh, the beer fridge in the basement is, um, opens out to the other side of the basement, but the back part of the fridge exhausts into this room right (laughs) which probably is the biggest factor of heating it up yep combined with um the idea that the actual uh, oil heater is down here which heats the um hot water for right you know showers and stuff are you using a lot of hot water not a lot no No, just you know shower and yeah um I guess dishwasher and stuff. I guess it constantly has to keep it. Hot, I guess the, but. the dishwasher heats up the water itself, though, right? I think. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so I think we're gonna move the. We decided to probably move this beer out of this room. Um. Oh, I so. <laughs> there was this brief moment of. 
where I thought you were going to say that you were going to move the recording equipment out of here. We could do that, and it would be chewed up within a couple days. Hmm. There'd be nothing left. Atticus would be dead. <laughs> there would be just microphone parts. Uh, Atticus would be rubber. dead because he's been eating microphones or because you've killed him <laughs> for eating your microphones? I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, but <laughs> yeah, like, it would start with him yeah. eating The result cables. is what's important. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Do need to figure out. I guess, you know, we do have an air conditioner. Another one that we're not using. It's up in the attic right now. That could go in this room. It's one of the window ones? Yeah. Yeah. I've never had one of those. It would feel a little funny. I used one in an Airbnb. Yeah. It would feel a little bit like having a humidifier and a dehumidifier in the same room. <laughs> we have the fridge... <laughs> The fridge blowing <laughs> off heat in here, and then the air conditioners try to cool it down. It's like, uh. I like the idea of having a humidifier and a dehumidifier in the same room. There was a joke. I, I think it was a Stephen Wright. If you heard of Stephen Wright, um, he's a great like one-liner comedian. Um, he's not like one of the Wright brothers. No, uh, Mitch Hedberg. You Mitch Hedberg? No, man. Uh, okay, but yeah, good one-liner jokes. Um, and he had what? He had a joke about. Um, just he's really dry just like <laughs> yeah i had a the other day bought a humidifier and a dehumidifier and put them in the same room and just to see them battle it out or something <laughs> stupid but it would be kind of fun could waste a lot of energy that way yeah, <laughs> yeah. um there's a great comedian uh, there's a great canadian comedian who does one liners mhm um he ended his first uh, set of gigs with the same joke, which was, um, you're probably all thinking, is this shit funny in Canada? And he goes, no, that's why I'm here. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, it's good. Yeah, Stephen Wright is a Boston Boston native. Oh. Um, but he he writes with Louis C.K. now on the, the loot on his show. Oh, right. Um, and he was on Horace and Pete, which I mentioned in I passing saw, a while ago. I saw Louis C.K. was voicing um, a children's movie. Oh, really? Um, the Secret Life of Pets. Oh, he's one of the pets? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. That's, huh. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of surprising. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel on brand for him, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe he wanted some. Some cash. I see here a pair of glasses were left on the floor of a museum and everyone mistook it for art. Uh, we did that. We covered that, I believe. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll move it over and say that we did it in this episode. I think we did. Well, we have now. Maybe it was just in our, our work <clears throat> Slack channel, and I assumed from the, that. We record that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Slack does record it, so... <clears throat> That would be weird to just maybe we have maybe we haven't talked about this transcripts. Should we should we talk about it? Is there much to say beyond what I, I mean? Just I said? think it's pretty. I think it's pretty good. Um, okay, so a pair of glasses were left on the floor at a museum, and everyone mistook it for art. Right. So there's this jokester guy who apparently I think he's done some multiple things like this. Um, 
maybe in the same museum. But he, he yeah, he he just put a pair of glasses on the floor, and um, ah, everyone's standing. Like there's pictures of every, like people standing around the glasses, like kind of you know, yeah, pensively kind of looking at them and thinking about what it means and um <laughs> it's pretty good yeah I don't, I don't know i like i do like the idea of of trolling people for like you know what is art kind of right. thing and um i mean you could argue that that is like what he did is, art is or, or artistic yeah so not the end thing but is him doing that accidentally produced the thing that he's mocking right right <laughs> yeah yeah the performance art was yeah. putting the glasses yep. in an art museum yeah yeah i like it i i like it that's more i mean you could argue that that's maybe more creative than some more traditional well, artists except are. that he doesn't that's not presumably what he <laughs> what he wanted to achieve uh yeah i don't know i don't know what he wanted to achieve my guess is that he wanted to achieve um he wanted to to make it make fun of people for for not knowing what real art is i don't know you don't know what real art is or um yeah that's probably true that's yeah yeah do you uh no okay cool (laughs) which makes does that mean that we're making it which i think (laughs) i think makes it hard to say more about this you can only make art accidentally. Maybe that's the idea here. Mm, right? I'm pretty if you try sure to make there's a art, lot of art that people made on purpose. But is it art then? Like <laughs> the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, like, I don't know. It feels like you really tried too hard on this. <laughs> I don't know if this is this counts. You have to just kind of like, you know. The Mona Lisa? Mm, no, nah, it seems like some effort was put into that. Um... Am I missing the point? I don't think. See, we don't put much effort into this podcast, which is why I think it is important. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm glad you, you didn't say art there. Well, you said important, you know, in the category of art. In the category it's of important. Art. It's important work. Oh, uh, what's the most offensive card here that. I can do to put a full stop in this art conversation. The Tango Charlie mixes sound good. Yeah, Speaking so art, the, uh, the Tango ki- Charlie is the band, the kind of band that I kind of am in, kind of were in, was in slash recorded with. Yeah. Um, Have you heard anything from them since? Actually, yes. Oh. We um, we had a um reunion tour we had a reunion <laughs> tour in the in the form of a surprise party for the singer for his birthday oh. so he was came he back surprised he was surprised was it good good surprise i think or was he, he angry no <laughs> he was upset <laughs> why are you here no um he was very uh he was touched i think by all of us kind of Ooh. not expecting us to be there it was good i know why did you all touch him? Because uh, it was his birthday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was actually, it was really nice. We went to this awesome steakhouse in um, in Boston in the, um, 
it called? Back Bay. Uh, mm. Grill 23. Would go back. It's yeah. very delicious. Um, awesome steaks. And it was a really nice time. Yeah. Like they, um, it was kind of a, didn't expect it, but it was like a catered kind of a thing. Oh, okay. Where there was... At a steakhouse? Well, catered is the wrong word. Um, it was like an, an event, right? Like a like a wedding rehearsal dinner is an event. It's like you show up and there's like a set menu. Oh, there's okay. No right, prices. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. If you have to ask. Right. Um, well, no, it was like, it was like paid for oh. by, yeah. Um, which was awesome. And there was just wine and it was oh. super nice. Um, it was anyway. paid for, but not by you. Right. Right. Huh. Yep. Uh, huh. so you were surprised as well. I was a little bit surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, probably the best meal I've had in a while at a restaurant. It was wow. Super good. Um, anyway, but yeah, so we've gotten some of the mixes, probably I think like half of the mixes back from the recording and, um, they sound really cool. Yeah. I we should play some, uh, on the podcast. uh, yeah. So that people can hear and judge for themselves. Right. Um, so I don't think they're quite ready for that, um, but I like the idea of that. They're, uh, they're for internal, um, uh, internal. They don't have enough polish for our kind yeah. of. High production Audience. value. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. There's some, you know, we want to... You're worried that they'll go viral before you've got I'm... all of the finishing touches. <laughs> I'm personally not worried. But, you know, the, yeah. the the people that are paying for it and the, the people that are more in the band than I am, you oh. know, want to keep it locked down for now. Right. But... Um, Everyone isn't equal right. in the band. Yeah. No. No. Um, but yeah, I'm very... Trust me, I guess. It sounds good. Uh, okay. From what I've heard. I um, Sure. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's cool to hear like the parts that I added in the studio that was completely like <laughs> off the cuff. You know, yeah. Like it's cool to hear the parts that I that you played, that I practiced, and forever. you wrote, and yeah. it's cool to hear yourself. It's cool to hear, like, no, me. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the rest of the band are there. They're in there, but it's cool. They're in there. It's you know, it's less interesting when you're not playing. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, when? Yeah, so then you fast forward it a bit. Yep. To get back to. Yeah, I've actually edited it all down, so it's just right. all me. Yeah. Did they give uh, you like w- separate tracks and everything so you could? No, maybe I should ask for that just to just to cut on, the keep those on loop. Yeah, the other instruments are more distracting. Yeah, that's a little real... like it's a little like I don't remember writing this part. You know, uh. Maybe I'll mm, turn that down. <laughs> so, so I'm a team player. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Um. You know, if anyone wants to be in a band with me. Um, yeah, you know I'm pretty open, low maintenance. Open to <laughs> your your ideas. <laughs> um, You'll listen, mm-hmm, but you mm-hmm. may not act on them. Right, right. Also, having a kid soon, so probably not going to be very available for practicing. Right, or playing out. 
mm. or recording even. But it's a tough sell. But I like music. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that, you know, based on your previous work and being such a obvious talent. Right. That that should be enough. Right. Yep. Well, I'm glad we we talked about that. Yeah, me too. And, and cleared that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can try to like, you know, tell you what it sounds like. If that's... <laughs> you could describe it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's some guitars. There's some organ parts. What, what does it make you feel? Uh, makes you feel. I don't know. I'm getting some some classic rock vibes, okay, in a, in a good way. Um, what does it make you feel? Yeah, it makes me feel hopeful. Hopeful and excited. Okay. Kind of. Um, yeah, they're mostly upbeat situations. <laughs> Is there an animal in here? <laughs> no, I just burped. <laughs> um, oh, I saw a Kickstarter yeah. for... Did you see this? I did post it in Slack for the uh, Trump cards. Trump cards? Yeah. No. So, like... Um, what does this mean? So, it's a Kickstarter for a game. Um, it's set in a fictional universe where Donald Trump is president. And he has mandated that all American citizens should play his game, which... Um, sadly, chronicles his sadly not too far fetched, right? Yeah, which chronicles his rise to power. <laughs> wow, yeah. So does it have like? Um... So it's basically just normal. So the game can be played with standard playing cards. Okay. Um, so it's basically a fifty-two card deck Pick of cards. That, oh, okay. Um, has like Trump is the king suite, and then there's like other characters. For nice. The nice. other. The other cards. Mike Pence? Do they bring Mike Pence I, into it yet? I don't know. I also don't really know much about Mike Pence. Mike Pence, the governor of Indiana. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I said yes as if I was, was confirming in the, that. the House of Representatives. But I wasn't. For a while? I want to say 10 years? Okay. Is that even a time that makes sense? Maybe it's 8, 12? Not sure. Something yeah. like that. Um Mike Pence, House. So the House of Representatives is kind of like the House of Lords in your world. Okay. Except wait, he's... Wait, oh, is that real? No. Except, I mean, that is real. House of Lords, house is, of a Lords is a, is a thing. Sounds but. so cool. Man. So the house, the house of Lords is full of Lords. Okay. Um, and so you get to be in it if you're a Lord. How do you... And so the... Yeah, I, how do you get to be a Lord? You... I mean... Does the queen do Isn't it obvious? Well, so there's there's a sir right. and there's a lord. Is yeah. a, Do you have to be a sir before you're a lord or is it... So like... a sir is if you've uh, received a knighthood okay. from the queen. Sure. Right. Um, which, as far as I'm aware, the queen can pick and choose who if gets a, If knighthoods. a sir had to battle a lord, That's who would win? Like, probably... on average, who would win? I mean, that really depends on... Okay. The wigs and, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> it's got no, no no i don't think it would really depend on okay well when you say wigs are you talking about Ooh. 
Labour? Is there a wig? Or are you talking about actual wigs? Wait, so the Labour Party in England, is that related? So there was a wig party in America in like the 1800s. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is that a related thing? Maybe. W-H-I-G? Is that what you're talking about? Wow. I'm so, I'm just so jealous to be a listener of the podcast right now. Yeah. Finding out all about wigs and... Yeah, they're getting politics. like so much content. Oh yeah, and, it is um, with it is with a H for the um, the Labour Party and the um, British right. one. Okay, for the American and the British. I mean, yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, so is so you're saying Whig is a is that like a nickname for the Labour Party or or a? No, no, it was an old party that now doesn't exist. It, oh, okay. Uh, became the uh, the Labour Party. The Liberal. It merged into the Liberal Party. Okay. And that's still a party? Yeah. Okay. Let's go with yes. <laughs> cool. I mean, you're here now, so you don't have to... Read. Yeah, so they contested the Tories. So they were the equivalent of the Labour Party. Okay. Anyone listening, if you're liberal or labor, it's all the same. What? According to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I'm willing to say that that's true. Mm-hmm. Wigs. What were we talking about? So we're talking about the Mike, House of Lords. Mike Pence a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. House of Lords. So do you have anything more on that? Lords are there. Uh, well, the reason yeah. it's good is because you're not elected into it. Wait, that's good? Well, that's good because um, it means you can make <laughs> um, things that you actually believe rather than making decisions based on getting reelected. Okay. So sure. I mean, Hitler could do things that he believed in. Because, or whatever, like... Well, yeah, but he I didn't do it without the support of... Ugh. I don't know if I like people. where this is going. Okay. Right? Like, he couldn't just... No, he kind of could, right? Well... I mean, you couldn't get voted out at the time where... He, at the point where he's a dictator. Right. Like, you're just like, well, I'm yeah. here, like, by force. But he couldn't have got there if no one... If no one agreed with him. Right. Yeah. Like... Yeah, but yeah, no. I see, like what you're, an I see what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like, there's, you know, there's a pro and con to the idea of oh, not being elected. Right, right, right. The the pro is, yeah, you're not withholding to, I don't know, your constituents, but that's like kind of the point of democracy. Well, too. but really, <laughs> but really, democracy here, you're not. I mean, you're really at the, um, you're held to whoever's funding your campaign. Yeah, yeah. The special you're not, interests. You're and, not really yep. um, accountable to right. the voters. Yeah, it's naive to say that you're directly, right. yeah, that your everyday responsibility is to your voters. Like, that should be how it is, but... But that's not yeah, how it is. Okay. So you're saying, as a, house, as a lord, you're more in the position of um, kind of doing what you think is right. Right. Is the yeah. idea. Okay. Um, so depending on your background that could go in your favor or not as a, as a voter or as a citizen that could right. be good or bad, depending on what they think is right. <laughs> and if that's the same as, as you, but interesting. So a Lord, so how do you get to be a Lord? I don't know. <laughs> I have no you're idea. You're not voted you... in. They're just like, yeah. well, you're a Lord. Um, Part of the Holy Trinity, so you can <laughs> you can be here. 
Um, huh. Huh, but they are part of a party. And there are bishops in the House of Lords? Bishops. Yeah, I don't know. 26 of them. I just feel like I'm reading the, like the Canterbury Tales or something right now. Yeah, so there's... It doesn't seem real. Um, there's also something called a crossbencher. Um, crossbenchers, I guess they just sit there, like, bench-pressing crosses. <laughs> right. I mean, the um, lords the lords usually carry them, but it gets a little... There's, a, lo- a, little there's much. a lot of them. There's 172 of them. Uh-huh. Which, they're the third largest group in the House of Lords. Is it, like, a super, like, diverse group? Are there, like, mm, black people and Muslims and, like... I don't, I don't know. I've not been... Okay in the house of lords yeah we could look up footage of this mm-hmm. it's also referred to as the house of peers but like how doesn't right like how how does a non-elected um thing there, like that like how does it not become just like a country club you know like a the membership of the house of lords is drawn from the peerage and is made up of the lord spiritual and lords temporal so there are spiritual lords and there are lords. This sounds down so here cool. On, like it's, I feel like Earth. you're reading a Dungeons and Dragons like <laughs> quest right now. The the lords spiritual are twenty six bishops uh-huh. in the established Church of England, as opposed to the unestablished Church of England. Right, that's different. Um, of the lords temporal, the majority are life peers who are appointed by the monarch on the advice of the prime minister. So the, the temporal lords are in office for a certain amount of time. Right. Whereas it, the spiritual lords are in office for a certain amount of spirit. Right, exactly. It's you have, like not in... Exactly. Know, it's a different x-axis. Yeah. However, they also include some hereditary peers who are um, lordships that get passed down through your family. Yep. Yeah. Including four dukes. Yeah, that doesn't really sound like democracy. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the House yeah. of Lords. No. Isn't yeah. it? But that but that's why it's good, because it's mixed in with the rest of it. So it's not like the House of Lords holds complete control over everything. Sure. Yeah. But it's it, checked the, against the idea is that it's a fail safe against um mm-hmm. special interest um right, bringing and, in and other um parts of government. Hmm. The point is that um all of these different sections have to all agree that yeah something is right the right thing to do for the country hmm. yeah would it be better to just have literally just have a random person become a lord then it'd be passed down from like generations i mean like, i think I why think should there be this like power like so original this legacy of this family that just right. was always in power like that doesn't seem yeah no good I either can, right. i can see that i i um I really like the original form of democracy that a lot of city-states had in um, the Mediterranean, yep. which was um, being part of government was almost like jury duty. Mm. So they would pull your name out of a lottery. And you're a senator. And it, yeah, you're just for like, four years. Yeah. It's like, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. You're going to get a salary. Yeah. And you are responsible for making the best decisions for hmm. our state. And you'd be like, yeah, I mean, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Wish me luck. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And that was um, sort of the purest form of democracy. And it was literally, you had your name on a ball. Right. There was a big bag of balls. And and they (laughs) 
pulls, pulls from the back. Like a like a ball sack. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could call it that, right? If you wanted. Yeah. Um. So the electoral college that we have was kind of a a um, direct opposite, right? It was kind of a a reaction to that kind of democracy. Okay. Because it was, as far as I, I mean, know, it came out of the fear of well all these people are uneducated and they don't know what's good for them. So we need to have this, like, you know, these somewhat elite people, right. Help them guide them to, you know, Best the right decisions. decision. Yeah. Which I don't love that idea. Uh, and it just seems to complicate the whole system. Like, I don't think, I don't think there's a great reason for the electoral college. I think it should go away. Do you know anything about, like, are you... So, is the Electoral College mostly for um, choosing who's going to represent the party? Uh, well, it's for general elections. It's for general elections too, yeah. as well. Um, but it's not for actually passing legislation or anything. Right. That is up to representatives and things. Right. But you could argue there's the same kind of... Um, balance like because so uh let's see here we go government class trying to trying to leverage this okay so for every state yep in the united states there are senators and there are house um members yes representatives yep right there are also what's the judge thing where you can elect people to be jury duty (laughs) (laughs) judges uh not sure the elected thing not sure uh attorney general state attorney general okay. i don't know yeah i think it's sure not a voting thing but I, mm. okay okay i don't know okay but so but. um so the representatives are, are broken down based on population right and the senators are not you get two senators yes. per state yep no matter what yep so that is kind of the i've got this where it gets yeah weird. that's because that's um not proportional representation exactly the idea but so rhode island has a better vote you know because they're such a small state right right, right. their votes are worth more in a way than california right or for the uh, senators new york yeah that's senators votes the senate votes right right but the electoral college um you get as many votes i think you get as many votes as you as people you have in congress which includes both senators and representatives okay so that's for where deciding that... who is going to run for president for deciding who will be president who will be president is based on the electoral college i i thought the electoral college was like there was one for the democrats and there was one for the republicans uh primary primary the primary is the thing that determines who becomes the the nominee Oh, um, so the elect. So when you go out and vote for mm-hmm. a candidate, you're actually voting for the party. It depends on when you're voting. So you can vote oh. in the primary, and then you can vote in the general uh, election. General election. So when you vote in the general election, what are you voting for? You are voting uh, for. Uh, you're yeah. You're saying I want I want this person to be your president. Okay. Yep. And if your state wins, so if the person you chose 
yes. wins your state. Yep. Your state counts. It doesn't count for how many people in your state. It counts right, right. for how many uh, electoral college members are in your state, which is related to how many congressmen are in your state, including congressmen and women. Okay. Including representatives and senators. Okay. Right. So it's basically it's not a popular vote. That's the point. Is that it's not it's not just like let's I mean, count it's, up. It's mostly well within the state it is, but it's not within the country, right? You're not right, just right. counting all the votes in the country and saying this is the winner of the election. Right. Which was the whole point of the year of 2000, the 2000 election, where Al Gore lost to George W. Bush, even though Al Gore had more, had more popular votes within the whole country. Right. The way it broke down across all the states made him lose. Right. Um, which seems wrong to me. That's my point. I mean, proportional representation does seem cleaner just as a right concept but there has to be pros as well to i don't think there is anymore to like any knowledge or ever i don't know the i I think it came out of an idea that that um the public is uneducated and is not worthy to just vote on their own right um which eh. (laughs) (laughs) um well, because, I mean, yeah. It feels like diluted democracy to me. But, Interesting. Um, yeah. And it's just, confu- like, it's confusing. It's convolutes the whole process. Just like how taxes are convoluted, I think. It's like the same idea to me where it's right. just like, why do we deal with this thing? Right. Um, but but I uh, have I said that I'm not a political expert yet <laughs> on this show? <laughs> Uh, I had to. I mean, I had assumed everything you were saying is true. <laughs> I was confirming it on that assumption. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So wait, you think the electoral college we shouldn't have? Right. So there's this thing where, like, if we don't, there are people who their decision is fixed by the way people voted. But then if uh, super delegates, there are delegates and super delegates. Oh man, that gets weird. So the delegates have to vote for whatever people voted for, but then the superdelegates get to pick and choose right. who they're voting for. But then That if, also seems bogus, yep. If you get to no one has a majority, then um, the delegates free up and they can a, change their like mind. It's like a contested primary, right. contested convention. Yep, I know less about this. Um, but yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about superdelegates, especially more talk when like Bernie was a possibility for the Democratic Party, because right. it was kind of an ironic thing where <laughs> at first Bernie was saying um, basically it's BS that um, all these superdelegates are being counted for Hillary when they're not they don't come directly from the votes of the of the people. Right. That's wrong. That's what he was saying at first. And then they started swinging. Um, he started to need, right, based on how the elections were, how the primaries were going. He's like, well, this is kind of my only shot now, is that I need these superdelegate votes. Right. So then he tried to, like, say, like, hey, this is how we can win. Yeah. Like, if all the superdelegates come with me now, even though the popular votes are going with Hillary at this point. Yeah. Um, overall, um, it was kind of funny to see that happen. Like, well... Didn't you think that was like wrong though a while ago? To <laughs> yeah, 
Um, there was a funny YouTube video on uh, Bernie Maths, <laughs> where it was like, um, <laughs> we don't count superdelegates unless they're going to vote. Right, for, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the double standard. Um, whatever. I was a Bernie fan, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, you were? So you're not anymore? No, I am. But uh matters yeah. matters less now. Right. Because <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Mike Pence, Mike Pence, he's so the only thing I know is what I've heard from media outlets. Right. That I sometimes listen to. Right. And so the only thing I've heard is that he's um, he's got experience in the government. Right. And that he's uh, I guess he's not like a typical anti-establishment. Right. Right. In a lot of ways, this was like the most bland way for trump to go right um and as so it's not nothing super exciting nothing um he apparently gets along with the whole party um right and and so there was some speculation that this isn't really trump's style right yep but and this is him shifting like from shifting shifting, shifting tactics from to actually from primaries the to presidency yeah to general election yeah um but yeah, which is true, but at the same time, there has been controversy around Mike Pence um, in Indiana with the religious freedom stuff, um, right. which I think has been overturned. But um, he's very socially conservative, and right. um, that has been controversial everywhere, including his home state. There's been rumors that he wasn't going to get reelected as governor okay so that this is maybe his like hail mary like uh well you know yeah, i'll switch gears to being right like this could be a shit show being yeah. trump's vp now, nominee but yeah maybe this is my shot at now uh, having to doing choose something. your vice president this is a relatively recent thing in american history is that the case i like, don't know about this, that i've not from what, I, that, from what i understood this was something that wasn't always true and it was a tactic deployed by reagan interesting where that seems quite recent to have a big change like that but but i could be wrong yeah a tactic to um do something yeah um i don't know why I think this. Mm-hmm. I, I seem to remember um, hearing a discussion on this and th- that coming up. Yep. And thinking, oh, that's relatively recent for. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. I might be. I mean, don't yeah. don't count me as a <laughs> legit right source. <laughs> hmm. Running mate. That's how they're referred to. Is a running mate in England, is that like a rugby term or is that <laughs> just a, no, I don't, it's not a term. Okay. It's maybe just someone that running you run mate. with. Yeah. Yeah. He's my running mate. Uh-huh. Or she. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I guess. England voted to leave the EU. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't yeah. know if it will actually happen. And then everyone kind Probably of, will. you know that, that everyone quit. <laughs> you know that gif where Homer goes into the bushes no. and backs away? Oh, 
slowly. I mean, like, I can imagine it. <laughs> that's kind of what I pictured. It sound, It seems like that's what happened. Like everyone yeah. who was making a big hoopla about it and the crazy guy who looks like Trump with the crazy blonde hair. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson um, was um, kind of the next in line. Like, yeah. Everyone assumed that he's like, he's been all about this the whole time. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, it's happening. And he's like, mm, uh, bye. <laughs> peace out. Yeah. Like, Li- no literally thanks. everyone on all sides <laughs> right. was suddenly like, oh, I quit. Yeah. And then, so who ended up, so David Cameron was going to quit in what, October or something? And then all of a sudden he stepped down. Right. Like right away. Yep. And now there's um uh, a lady who... What was her, I forget what her position was. Was she a lord? I don't think so. Was she a um something? Anyway, anyway, we yeah. were Theresa May. Theresa May. Okay, she was in the. I don't know. In my mind, she was like Speaker of the House, but I don't know what the equivalent of that is. Right. Um. I actually have no idea what she was uh, before becoming but, prime minister, and I know very little about her. But yeah, um, Katie and I were talking about how weird it is that they just, it was kind of, didn't seem like a big deal, really. Like, oh, there's so, a new prime minister now. Right. Like, okay. I mean, this, this happened, the same thing happened with Gordon Brown. Okay. Uh, where he wasn't voted in, he originally. Is um, um, Gordon Brown related to either Alton Brown or Gordon Ramsay? No. Is that don't. like a combination? Is it like the best chef ever? Last time I brought him up, you. <laughs> Did I do this too? Yeah. I think it may have been two different people. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, I know fuck all about Theresa May, so we shouldn't talk about that. Sure. But what we should talk about is um, that I don't know what's going to happen, and everyone's uncertain, and it's sad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yep. So I have uh, family in England who voted leave. Um, oh, and they voted leave for reasons that are reasonable. Okay. Um, mainly around um, trade agreements and um, economies. Yeah, stuff. various legislations and um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they all had good reasons, um, but I think. Most of the people, I I don't know, I don't want to make like sweeping statements, but I feel like a lot of the momentum behind the Leave campaign was Not fear for the right around reasons. immigration right? rather than... Yep. A lot of the same um, kind yeah. of uh, vibes that Donald Trump is, is um, right. going off of. There was a lot of um, uh, anti-sentiment for the... Um, uh, like I guess the cost of membership to the EU, like there's so much hmm. money that you have to pay to be a member because that goes to the central government, essentially. Um, but the amount of money that the pound lost on the stock exchange um, would have paid for like 12 years. Oh my god! Of EU membership, so <laughs> that's an interesting way to to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Do you have a, an opinion, a strong opinion on which, what way is the correct way? Or I, it's such a... It's complicated. Yeah, it's such a complicated question that we're yeah. not going to know which was the right, uh, you know, until yeah. 50, you, 100 years You thought it was sad later. 
though that it's it's sad the the motivation was what it was yeah right like if if there was um you know a lot of debate and a lot of one of the interesting things is after the referendum happened there's been a lot of genuine conversation about okay what does this actually mean how do we move forward and it's like too late (laughs) you know what what is the best yep um steps we can take to ensure the future is what we want it to be right it's like these are all conversations that we should have had before yeah we made the decision Hmm. to leave interesting you know, I. So, so do you think, da- the, like, if this does all go wrong, do you think David Cameron will always be blamed for the person that put this up for? I mean, I, I certainly has he has some responsibility for it happening. Yeah, the way it happened. Um, yeah, I mean, if he did put that up for referendum, then yeah. it wouldn't we wouldn't be here, right? But he promised that he would, and that was part of his part re-election of his, campaign. Uh, okay. So, yep, he had to do it. But the way well, it was handled, <laughs> well. <laughs> maybe our but he our ideas of like political promises are different but like <laughs> you don't have to do what you what you campaign on let's be honest um okay well he he felt obligated i do to, think he should have done it okay but the way the timing of it and the um you know the effort that was put into um having honest conversation around mm-hmm. the consequences uh, was not enough. Yeah. Who's who? So who's there, responsible there has, for that? Like, um, I mean, the government would have been. They should be. They should be responsible for making sure that um, people have the information at hand to make a educated decision. And the people didn't have that information. No. Okay. It wasn't talked about enough. There okay. was a lot of fear mongering, essentially, yep. around the choice. It's like, oh, if we leave the AEU, we don't know what's going to happen. And like, oh, if we stay, we're paying lots of money and loads of people are going to move in and steal Mm. all our jobs. Yep. It was all based around fear. Right. Rather than saying, okay, well, if we leave, we could do these things. If we stay, we could instead do these things. Hmm. And that would have been a much more proactive conversation to have with people to then make a decision with, okay, well, I think the best choice for the country is to go that way. Yep. Um, whereas what we've ended up with is, you know, the vote going leave and the government having no idea what to do because they didn't plan for that possibility. Right. You know, right. Everyone just assumed, okay, well, we'll stay. Yeah. And this is just a joke. Hmm. And so there was no, I, I mean, I presume that's why everyone quit. Yeah. Because they were like, I I have no idea what we're (laughs) going to Interesting. I didn't even consider this as a wow potential outcome. I wonder. Hmm. I'm trying to draw parallels here to to America. Um, I feel like a lot of people think that way about Trump as a candidate, right? Like, right as a non-option. Yeah. Um, like, oh, there's no way this will this will actually happen. But I don't know. A lot <laughs> of us thought that in the primaries, right? Like, no, this man is not going to... I'm pretty certain he's the next president of the United States. Are you going to put that bet down? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Sad. Oh, man. Yeah, th- so the polls are actually closing in. Um, like, 
like a, you know months ago or whatever, Hillary was way up by so, five or ten percent from so, from Trump, and now it's like from what I've heard most recently, it's pretty much a wash. Yeah. Um, so interestingly, with the referendum, everything was polling stay until just before, <laughs> and then it it suddenly went in the direction of oh my god, we don't know what the answer is going to be. Yeah. And then it came out. Yeah. Leave. Hmm. So, so you think that same fear um, might might take hold here and, and actually get Trump the uh, the presidency? Right. That same kind of like uh, base, um, you know. Yeah. Right. Part of us that wants to stay, um, keep things that keep things the way the you know the traditional way and like right keep foreigners out and I think kind I've, of I think I've built met- a wall mentality. I think I've met too many people who support Trump that means that it's not unreasonable. Hmm. It's not like, like, while I don't, you know, believe in a lot of his platform. Yeah. So many people do support him that it would be insane to say, like, this is impossible. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is, yeah, it's interesting. That's. Yeah, I mean, I've that's also, where I was, you know, a couple months ago. And now it's like, yeah, I can't say that. Anymore. I mean, I've also got the impression that um, not a lot of people who are planning to vote for Hillary is because they believe in her. Yeah, like a lot of people who I've spoken to who said that they would vote for Hillary are either Bernie supporters or they're like diehard Democrats and right. A lot of people um, see it as th- her as the lesser of two evils. Exactly. Yep. Especially with all the FBI kind of... Right. Not exactly indictment, but eh, it could be basically... Right. Enough. <laughs> I haven't I haven't met anyone who's like, yeah, like totally I agree with everything Hillary says and yeah. I... They're out there, but yeah. yeah I know they're not, out there. Um, but yeah, there's not that much of a kind right. of a gung-ho like whereas i've i've not base m- with you know rallies and stuff around yeah. around not, both bernie and trump i've not met the opposite side for trump uh like i've not met people who are like so aggressively hateful of hillary mm. that they're going to vote for trump even though he's oh, not right. their choice right right right, right. And maybe that's just because um, I, I have don't talk to everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've met a couple okay. people like that um, who are very, very anti-Hillary. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, this is the first time where, um, you know, p- every election people say, "Oh, if this person gets elected, I'm out of here. I'm going to Canada." <laughs> you know, like if George W. Bush gets reelected or whatever. Yeah. I'm out of here. Um, or a bot, like, you know, people all over the place. This is the first time where I'm like, I, there might actually be some truth to those threats now. Like people might actually, like he's so polarizing mm. that this might actually <laughs> be a moment where that happens. Yeah. Um, I saw an interesting I article on, or maybe it was a Ted talk talking about dating websites. Okay. And saying that um, it was a study. Oh, what's the really big dating website? OkCupid. Okay, OkCupid. Okay, so I think. Was that too quick? Should I not have known? 
No. <laughs> no, I, I think that's right. Okay. So I think that was started by um, some data scientists. That makes sense. Um, they and, released a lot of public data. That's oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they talk a lot about like studying all this data and publicizing it. Yep. Um, Anonymized. Obviously. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the things they um, were looking at was who received the most messages. And so naively you would think, okay, it's whoever's like objectively the most attractive right. kind of thing. And but, female. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, and that those uh, members would receive the most messages. But they found that that wasn't true. Hmm. Um, what ended up happening was it was people who split opinions. So the polarizing. Yeah. So examples they gave was um, maybe someone who has a lot of tattoos, but uh-huh. is otherwise very right um, attractive. Now there Which are would pe- put certain people on either side of like, oh exactly. yes, that's the there... person I want to be with or not. Exactly. Okay. And um, they would receive the most messages, hmm. and they or thought... the people that are like super devout Christians or whatever, and have that as exactly. A thing. And it's like. They actually get a lot of... Yeah, they ha- they would have to have something that would totally polarize opinion. Yeah. And what ends up happening is that the people who um, are likely to send them a message would think, oh, okay, well, that's something that I like, but I know there are lots of people who wouldn't be happy right. with that. Yep. And so they would rank their chances higher of huh. finding someone they could spend time with. Right. Yeah. No, I think if Hillary does lose, I think that will be a big one part of the reasons reasons, yeah because trump polarizes yeah yeah um but i don't know it is it's risky right trump's strategy is risky because um he is offensive to so many people (laughs) including me um (laughs) that yeah um man it's funny in the back of my mind i was like I really don't want to make this a political podcast, especially after all the shit that's happened in the past few weeks. Yeah. And like, I felt like I got a little too maybe political the past couple. And then I'm like, and then and it's like, well, we completely just focused on how. Do you want to talk about something? Political system works. Totally different. Yeah. Let's end on a, something else. Have you heard of ground sloths? No. That's fucking terrifying. I just found out about this uh, recently. These are some old creature that's now extinct. But it basically, just imagine a giant sloth. Okay. So big that it can't climb into a tree. Uh, and I'm picturing Bigfoot. That's my first <laughs> image in my right. mind. And then you get... Is that close? Yeah, basically. Oh, <laughs> God. I've just shown Ian an image of a skeleton for a ground sloth. Oh, those... Oh... The hands. They're like huge. They're bigger than bears. They're fucking... This is like the whole bear dog thing. That's really scary. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Are they slow? Were they slow? They were. Hmm. They would be kind of fun to mess around with then. Um, Like, the, you know, there's a... Being, being quick has a lot to do with how dangerous you are. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. To other... They went extinct around 11,000 years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. In the United, in the North, in North America. People probably just, people and animals probably just like messed around with them, right? (laughs) Like I would just jump on their back and like ride them around for a while. I mean, they wouldn't go far. 
That's true. It'd take a while. Yeah. But they also couldn't, wouldn't be able to like, you know, get you off of them in a way that's effective. Right. <laughs> there is an argument that early day humans caused their extinction hmm. because they were really easy to hunt. <laughs> oh, sloth again. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Well, you know, you just kind of stood it. It was just that. So, didn't really want to break a sweat tonight. Yeah. And uh, I could see it from really far away. I kind of wandered over, <laughs> hit it with a rock. Yeah. A year later, it's like, where are the sloths? <laughs> well, you know, we didn't have ecologists back then. <laughs> no one really was managing their population. Yeah, pretty much they were hunted to extinction. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Giant sloths. Wow. Yeah. Surprised they even got that far, <laughs> right? Like, to be a thing. Yeah. Like, why were there any big sloths that couldn't go up trees? Right. Like, huh. That's funny. Okay, I like that. You like that? That's a good place to... It's a hopeful... <laughs> hopeful place to Ooh. end. If we're not quick enough, watch out. Yeah. We might not make it. Yep. We should also learn to climb up trees.